welcome to Pretty Unlimited, to the podcast, starring me, my name is Anna, and also starring the husband portion. The husband portion. <laughs> of the podcast. That's true. My name is Chris. Davenport. I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you Cal one day and just that's going to be awkward. I also think I don't say cow correctly. So no. I sound like I'm saying cow, like moo. That's, I mean, I always tell people, well, I used to tell people cow like California, but some people say call, like I'm calling Ugh. you on the phone. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Why do you always change your Twitter? Because it's fun. Because you've been Cal Bundy and what is it now? Cal and Alda. Cal and Alda. <laughs> Which is amazing, right? <laughs> Cal and Alda is amazing. Um, but you know what it is. I always, I like <laughs> the idea that people see your Twitter account has a certain amount, number of followers. So they think they'll be able to pitch you stuff. Mm-hmm. So I used, because I was, someone told me to change my name. I'm at Jack Daniels. Mine is full. Someone, someone told me to change my Twitter name to Bando Calrissian, like Lando Calrissian. Uh, I didn't like that one. Um Billy D. Williams character from uh, the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And I said I was going to keep that until the solo film came out where Donald Glover was a young Lando, mm-hmm. which I did. I changed it. And uh, I forget what I had it after. I had Cal be short. Yes. Nobody. I didn't get. I used to get emails that used to say, hey, Bando. Like Bando <laughs> was my first name. Um, and it actually, if you search the hashtag, hey, Bando on Twitter, I would screen grab portions of the email just because people are ridiculous <laughs> um when i changed the cal be sure uh, nobody said anything and i also i changed it to cal cooper because the dad in riverdale he was like a murder guy and i was like it was around halloween <laughs> and it just made sense but after that i changed it to cal and alda and now i'm getting hey Callan. <laughs> which it's just it's it's just funny to, but but i mean that's been happening for a while I think I got interviewed for something on uh, Dogs on Acid. I think MTV was doing like a, they were doing the online music awards and there was something about the music forums that were being up for the, the one category and they interviewed me and they actually called me Cal Bundy, <laughs> which I mean, it's funny because if you're American and you watch TV, you know who Al Bundy is. Like oh, that, yeah. that's I'm married the with ju- children. And literally, I'm married with children. Like it makes sense. Yes. But I I think that sense of irony gets lost. So why Callan Alda? That was just the next one that came up. I thought I, it was Alan Alda. No, well, yeah. I, I mean, but the thing is, like, I I'll change it based off of conversations or things that are going on in pop culture. But there wasn't much that like was new that I could, there were no like cows or owls or anything that were really mm-hmm. popping currently. So I just changed it. I, I <laughs> thought Cal and Alda and it just made sense. So I just changed the Cal and Alda. You actually do like Alan Alda though. So. Uh, well, that's the thing I love. Just like I, have I used Cal Ripken? Cal Ripken's a fire one, but I've already used Cal Roker. Cal Roker would have been a good one around the Thanksgiving day oh, parade. Yeah. Yeah. But I had that a while ago um, and I don't like recycling <laughs> the Twitter. I don't. That's weird shit that I'll think of randomly and and see if people oh, pick up gosh. on it. But yeah, right now it's, at the time we're recording, it's Cal and Alda. Maybe we'll change it around uh, <laughs> Christmas time. We'll see. Oh, what could you do for Christmas? If you guys have any suggestions of yes. what what Twitter handle Cal 
Chris should do for um let me know for the holidays hit him up tell somebody say if you see something say something add him up on, up on Twitter yeah okay so we are back to a music episode Uh-oh. this is an interesting one yes I uh did not tell Chris mm-hmm. this one until right before uh, we started to record true um so I wanted to do two um a kind not opposing but two different uh musical celebrities Word. Uh, I picked one that I know I love and one that I know he loves because the other one wouldn't necessarily have a lot of feedback on that person because he doesn't follow the one I follow, and I definitely don't follow the one he used to follow who before they died. But I will um, say you probably follow the one that I would follow more than I've followed the one that you follow. I, I, di- I had this, yeah, but I'm not a big fan. Not a big you, fan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan, but I'm not a. You're you're a bigger fan of of the uh, of the enemy. Yes, the, <laughs> enemy, the enemy sounds crazy. Um, so, do we want to take this shot now? Uh, this will be what number three I don't for know. me. Yes. I don't okay. Know. So, uh, oh, just so you guys know, so uh, here in the studio with us, it's our kitchen, is um, Jack. So Jack has uh, been here. He's hanging out. He's very quiet. If you hear uh, us start to slur, that's why. That's Jack Daniels. That's Big Jack, the homie, okay. the homie, Mister Daniels. Shot. Cheers. <laughs> I made a face. I'm so glad this is a podcast. I thought you were gonna cough for a second. That's funny. It was like right there, like, wow. Okay. Oh, shiver. So okay. we're gonna do. How are we doing this? We'll do Biggie. So we're gonna do a top five Biggie, Biggie tracks. songs. Yes. Which do you want to go first? Sure. My number five is Who Shot You. Wow. Okay, that's a good one. That's my number. My number five. That's on my list too. It's not my yeah, number five. I like it. Um, I will say my my best thing with Biggie songs is maybe it's not even Biggie. Oh shit. What? It's the beats. Yeah, well, that's is a, that that's, Diddy? I mean, or is that or is that Biggie? I think it's one of those things where Diddy's because at that point Diddy had the production team. You know, and um, Diddy is so annoying. Yeah. But oh, and rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to, to Kim, Kim Porter, Porter, the father of his or the mother of his uh, twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she recently passed. She was, I guess, she was. Deal with she pneumonia, pneumonia for a while. Yeah, it was really, um, it's really sad. She was only forty-seven. He's been, and I mean, if you go to his Instagram, he's been dropping a lot, of, like yeah. videos, a lot of thoughts. People been sharing photos because I mean, the heavy D, nothing but love for you video. Like, there's a lot of instances of seeing just her. She was a famous model. Oh yeah. Um, and they, from what I understand, they were still. And like, you never really heard any bad. No. Anything they, about it was, her. It was one of know? the things where they, they were like together, then they weren't, but they always had a, mm-hmm. a great relationship and because of her the children. First kids by I'll be sure. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, with your Twitter handle, you know. I'll be sure. So. Um, but yeah, I think it's a situation where Diddy had people who were making tracks, especially when they got bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's his? Bad boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. He, he was. He's the guy behind Bad Boy. This is a very good documentary about um, 
Diddy's rise and has a lot to do with Biggie and all them. Oh, I would watch that. Um, it's on. It's on. It's on the thing because um, they were. It was before they were doing their big twenty year anniversary uh, tour. Okay. It was like the make getting everybody together, but but the thing is, um, it I, it was on Diddy to try and make Biggie both mainstream, but also connected to the streets mm-hmm. where people were recognizing him as a lyricist. So it was it was it's a weird actually, and I can see there's a one particular song that's on my top five that I can see how that. Yeah. Would be and, B- and Biggie would always say that Pac was the one that told him he has to at least make sure he has some songs for the women. Yeah, in what he's doing. And it's funny to me because I've heard that before over the years, and they're like, women are the ones that go out and buy. One hundred percent. And they'll spend the money. It's either women or white people. Yeah. So when when it was when it was West Coast big, it was white people were buying into the hood life that N.W.A. and Snoop were all talking about. Um, for a lot of the more records that get people dancing, it was women buying those records. Um, Who Shots is a great one. I'll talk about that one in a second. My number five is Long Kiss Goodnight. And it's only because, like, the song, it's on... It's not in that movie, is it? No, no. Long Kiss Goodnight is on Life After Death, the album mm-hmm. that came out um, after. after he passed. Mm-hmm. But, after he was murdered, yes, say it for after, real. after he was murdered, correct, one hundred percent. But the lyrics, like he spit a couple of the verses on that during his last radio interview out in the West mm-hmm. before he got shot, like that time where he was like walking with a cane or whatever. Oh, I remember um, that. And you know, it 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 was funny because I remember the lyrics more from the radio rapping that he did more than the actual song because it was just funny because like to see him like he was so much writing about his daily life to see him in a radio studio holding a cane and Lil C's is right there and he's talking about you know walking around to Lil C's crippled me and it was like it was because they were driving in a car and Lil C's was mm-hmm. driving and he literally got into an accident and Biggie's leg got fucked up. So he had to walk around with a cane because literally <laughs> Lil C's crippled him. But it, it didn't, when he spit the freestyle, it didn't make sense for unless the you, album. Unless you, unless knew, you the knew the backstory. So yeah, it was, um, I loved, what'd he say? He, he said, I mean, RIP to Della Reese, but he said, I make your mouth peace obese like Della Reese. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. There's a, there's a lot going on in those rhymes, but uh, yeah. Long- I immediately flashed to um, Harlem Nights, but anyway, okay. <laughs> you know, there's. I'm going to mention this just because it's one of my favorite all-time hip-hop record or songs. Uh-huh. Although it's not, I don't know. Maybe it's not a song. I don't know what you would consider it. Um, and Biggie's on it. Uh-huh. But I couldn't put it on here because it's not just him. What's the song? It's not. It's not a song. What is it? It's that one with Tupac and Scoob and oh, Tupac. The freestyle. Like for that, the freestyle one. Is it the MSG? Was that I don't know. I, and Big Daddy Kane and uh, Shaheem. What was let's see, two. I 
fucking love well, that because that was all of them like right there doing their thing and you know was that Madison Square Garden? Because there was there was like a really big hip hop concert. Yeah, it was Madison Square Garden because like Big Daddy Kane was on that and cause there's a song I that- had that on on cassette tape uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and. Nikki and Yvette were trying to like swindle it out of me, and I was like, "Don't, don't fucking don't touch, touch my tape. Yeah. because I will never get that again." Because yeah. you couldn't buy it; it right. wasn't. A- and so, thank you to the people who have uploaded it to YouTube because I do listen to. I don't know why, but randomly, I will just it'll pop in my head, and I'll go to YouTube and I, go listen to it. I remember downloading that. You can't a while find ago. it nowhere yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. You it can't was, find it. It's only available in like that shittier copy. Yes, what? Because Big had the what? I got seven Mac 11s about eight, 38, 38 nine, 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 ten. Ten. <laughs> That's like a memorable yes. moment. And it was only for And Pac that was on it. And it was, uh-huh. so to me, that was like, they, they could exist. They were cool. Yeah. yeah they they were, could they, exist. They, there were a couple of times where they were And I'm not knocking LA or California yeah. or, or uh, Shug Knight or none of that, but Tupac is from the East Coast, so fuck y'all. He was literally because born in Philly. He's yeah. born in, and grew up in Baltimore. And grew up in Baltimore so with the high school that's with, with Jada Pinkett East in Baltimore. Coast. Yeah. Your best rapper, we raised him. Yeah. So, whatever. It's weird. Corrupt was was born out here, too, who was one of Snoop's mm-hmm. guys. Um, my number four, that, was that your number four? No. What's your number four? I couldn't four? put that on because I didn't think, because it's not just him. So. I understand that. I understand that. Hypnotize is classic, number four. Classic. Fucking love that song. I will. All right. Biggie passed March 9th. That song blew up not too long after. Watch this. What was the date Michael Jackson died? Oh, fuck. It was, See? But no, you remember Biggie. <laughs> no. Well, because Cannabis had in second round knockout, which was a diss to LL Cool J after 4321 came out. Cannabis made a line about the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. And like, if you if you were a fan of hip hop at that time, you knew who he, who he was talking yep. about. It just that that just made that line stick out. Michael Jackson. I know I don't know the exact day, but I know Michael Jackson died around the time that the NBA draft is only because it was in June. It was in June, and I was going to LA and. The night Michael Jackson died, I was at Tenny Spot, and the NBA draft was going on at that time, and I was flo- I was flying out the next day. So anytime remember, the NBA draft comes out, I always remember that's Michael Jackson. His, I remember that day mm-hmm. texting you and saying, "Michael, there's something going on. Michael Jackson's in the hospital." I was following TMZ, and you weren't. Yeah. And well, you were the, like, get the fuck out of here. Are well, you serious? Well, that's, and, a, that's, it's one of those things where that was a day that made TMZ. Yes. 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 That was a day that made and, them certified. And I was hitting you, texting you all the updates. Uh-huh. And they're like, they're saying he died. And you're like, no. What? You were like, you seldom text in all caps. And yeah. you were texting me in all caps. And I could, and just the tone up. The tone of the text. Does that even make any sense? It makes sense. The tone of the text and what, what what you were uh you were texting me what you were feeling. Yeah. And I knew you were way more devastated than I was, Team Prince. 
And um, well, I mean, so you know, and I'm not knock, not knocking Michael Jackson at all. Like yeah, a yeah, fucking hundred yeah. percent of a huge talent. Yeah. And but I think you felt that loss more than I did. Yeah, I was I was definitely more of a okay, and <laughs> and you were. I mean, you would have been older than me when Michael Jackson was a thing. Like you well, were, well, I was in high school or junior high school when Thriller hit. Exactly. And I was exactly. in high school exactly. when Bad came out. Exactly. And I will tell you, me, Annie, uh-huh. and Julia, uh-huh. we went to Annie's house to watch uh, the premiere of the Bad music video classic and because that's when music videos were really like the shit and so it was was a big deal music videos were the shit but still nobody was shutting down everything that was going on exactly and we went nobody watched anything else that night and we we were like wesley snipes and we were you know but that's the thing it's like you were also older so it was like Mm -hmm. this is a big deal but you're remembering Wesley Snipes was in that shit. I'm just like, yo, this is the baddest motherfucker in the world because nobody cares about it. Like, what was it? It was it was the. Bl- I think it's also though you have uh, your heart is in music. Yeah. You all day, every day, strive to listen and absorb. As much music as you can. Yeah, it's a job. And, now, I'm, yeah. and I'm very much, uh, I like what I like. Uh-huh. And now I've hit that, I'm almost 50, you know, shit where I'm like, I, I like my genres of like 70s, 80s, and 90s. Right. And that's kind of where I'm more, more comfortable. Uh, although I do listen to, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I'm all about like, Sam Smith and Beyonce and Sean Mendes and Sean Mendes. Oh my God, he's so cute. And um, you know, so I do. It's weird. Okay, I do listen to new stuff. I didn't realize that till just now. Yeah, what's that? What's that acapella group? Acapella group. The the they were on FBE and they were surprising the people when the guys came out. Pentronics. Pentatonics. Yeah. You knew about them. I didn't know what. The oh fuck. yeah. Oh, I they're no freaking amazing. What, I didn't know what they that are was. freaking amazing. And everybody and, in that video was like, "Oh my god!" And then they do the they do the beat, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is y'all talking about?" And the funny part is, our I don't even know that our music uh, tastes are so different. No, not at all. But we definitely look at different. We listen to different stuff. Like we don't. You listen yeah. to completely different stuff than what I listen to. I think. Well, I think the thing is. Because of the nature of my job, it's like hip hop and especially new hip hop first. Mm -hmm. And because, I mean, you don't have to care about music for your nine to five. So you you can take it a much broader realm of music than I can. This is where I love YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I will type in pentonics and pentatonics. And just let YouTube take me to wherever word, it wants word. to take me. Yeah. And I, I do that with topics sometimes. I'll type in, sorry Nadine, I'll type in mother-in-laws. I'll type in, uh, uh, some, I'll just type in a stupid word, purple, uh-huh. and see where YouTube takes me. 
Word. It's just, I don't know why. I don't know that that's a normal thing for people to do, uh-huh. but it's just something I like to see where YouTube's going to take me. Word. And, you know, that's where I found, you know, Morgan, the unofficial, very unofficial travel guide, you know, because, you know, who's f- a vlog I freaking love. Word. You know, um, that's where I found uh, Jim Zimmerman, you know, and all these other, you know, cruise people and, mm-hmm. and vacation vlog, travel vlogs and stuff like that, you know. So, and I found them watching Anthony Bourdain and they took me to the other guy that goes to Vietnam all the time. And I'm too drunk to remember the names right now. And <laughs> I wish, I, hold up. No, keep talking. I want to find his, you know, but that's. You know, those are, I will type in anything. It's, you know, so I'm not, uh, and I apologize to Complex, I'm not pigeonholed, you know, so I don't have to like focus my energy on who is. I'm sorry. The best ever food reviews. Yes, I love him. He's so funny. He's subscribed to him. And, um, you know, so I'm not pigeonholed where I have to. I have to listen to these ones because this is what's going to be trending Word. and and all that, you know. And so I wind up listening to obscure people that who have made a video and you will never hear from them again. Well, and that's why I fuck with. So remember when I was sending you Adele uh, chasing pavements? Do you remember that? It was like year. It was like two or three years before she got yeah, huge. No shit about it though. And I was sent, I was like, oh my god, listen to this. And I had it, and I found the 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 message where I sent it to you on the mm. Google Hangouts, and it was like two and a half years, and then all of a sudden her nineteen album came out. And she blew up. And she blew up, and it was like bam, and then everybody knew hello and rolling in the deep and. Word. Well, well, we'll get into yeah. into that. Okay, your number four. My number four is who shot you. <gasps> um, num- that's I mean, for people that don't know, there's talk, but that was like low key Apocdis. Oh yeah. That was one of the ones that came out after Pac was talking about he was messing with Faith. I want you to beat up Jack because he's like kicking me right now. Jack. Daniels. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was low key about the the pouring of the shot, but it seems like I need to wait about <laughs> twenty minutes. I need I need twenty minutes. We'll get to the next time and do another shot. Um, who shot you? Doesn't have a hook at all. You can't think of a hook for that song. He says who shot you at the end, but there's nothing in the middle. It's literally just as we proceed. I'm gonna kick a bunch of bars about people trying to fuck with me. And then at the end of the song, we're going to have a skit where I put a gun in someone's mouth and be like, yo, you can't talk with your fucking gun in your mouth. And then he... Nothing shuts me up. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that's Sorry a, about that. That's a big one. Just the, the, the beat on that is hard. It's a lot... It's darker than normal. Um, and he's just... He kills that shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What's your number three? Uh, Big Papa. That was my number three. We talk. are so much alike yeah. sometimes. That's, that's all right because that's that's an Isley Brothers sample. Oh yeah, between the sheets. Now, mind you, and my and that is both of our favorite Isley Brothers. That is that, song. That's an actual jam. But the funny thing about that is, I don't remember. I'd have to do the research to see which song came out first. But at one point, it was Biggie's Big Papa. It was 
Lil Vicious, um, Nika, and it was Keith Murray, most beautifulest thing in this world. They all used the Between the Sheets sample <laughs> different ways. And you could turn on the radio, Power 99, shout out to them. It would be a different one blasted in, in, in the hood. And it, but it was just, it was Fuck a moment. Who, cool, Power 99? Yeah. I don't really rock with them now. I used Back to. Back then, that was all I listened to. Until they dissed my boys. Who? NSYNC. Yeah, yeah. With, Do you remember uh, that? With uh, what was the remix? Girl, was it girlfriend? No, what? no, it was. Um, what was the hold song? up, hold up, hold up. I have to get off sex stories. Hold up, one <laughs> sec. <laughs> I'm dead. What was the song? What um, was the song? It was a slower song. Yeah, it was the one where everybody thought Justin was talking about Britney, but it wasn't. What was the song? I can hear it in my head. Uh, what up? I can hear it in my head. Gone. Gone. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. that. And they wouldn't play it. That's we we had just gotten speaking around that time when uh when that song was big on the radio. Oh my and I loved it. Justin's part was the whole oh, he, song. He was the whole song. He yeah. was the whole song. But yeah, they wouldn't play it because they were like, uh it this was different boy. thing. Yeah, these they weren't supporting these white boys. Yeah. They um and you know what? Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. Um, <laughs> tons of people thought it was New Edition. Re- they really? thought Gone was New Edition. Yeah, In tons 2002, of people. New oh, Edition? Yeah. Because people, are people because when you listen to it on the radio, you don't always hear who the artist was. Word. They would just play it in a rotation with like four or five other songs. People are dumb. People and, are- that, and I remember you specifically had a huge heart on for Justin Timberlake. I was a big fan. Yep. I walked in the rain to get Justified. Yep. I've only done that for two albums. The first was uh, Wu-Tang's uh, Enter the Thirty Enter the Wu 36 Chambers album mm-hmm. and uh, Justified. And Justified still has bangers. I had to write about that. Um, had some really good songs. I had to write about because Complex did Best Producers mm-hmm. for like a certain amount of time. And I had that year that Justified came out. So I wrote about the Neptunes because they had that. They had like Busta Rhymes, Pascal Barcier. It was Nori stuff. Like they, they were on it at oh, that yeah. year. And I think Justin Timberlake, he was at the right time to split from NSYNC and work with Pharrell to really craft his sound absolutely Um, and that was there was like three or four songs on that album were really big pharrell influence but uh, i don't remember how we got i don't know either (laughs) i don't remember how we got to this but big (laughs) big papa number three what'd he say he said what was the the t-bone steak cheese eggs and welch's (laughs) grapes like there's so many ill lines from him just macking he I, was fat. Of course, he was talking about food. Anyway, black and ugly as ever. And the thing is, <laughs> yeah. I said that, and the song that that line comes from is not even on this list for me. Anyway, What's, what song was that? Um, fuck, fuck. Now it's gonna piss me off because I can't remember. I know I know that line, and I can't think of what song it is. One more chance. One okay. more chance. Okay. What was your number two? One more chance. Really. <laughs> Wait, I no, this is a question. It was it was the one the 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 big radio version cuz it's total. Di- okay, cuz that's different than the one that was on the album. Yeah, I like the one with total. Um 
and no diss to Biggie, I think the the hook made that song. Uh, 100%. That made yeah. it a radio smash. Yeah. Because well, there's two. It was a huge freaking hit. And I remember being in local Trenton bars with with Nicki and Yvette yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And we were just jam- <clears throat> Like, I mean, the perfect set would be like, one more chance and like uh, too close from next. And yeah. like, you know, and like those certain songs where you like, you're just dancing with, with whoever the fuck the dude is that you're dancing with at the moment. Because <laughs> in those days, you kind of traveled from person and everybody was just dancing. And that's just, Word. it was about just being on the dance floor and having fun. I don't remember those days. There was, all right, this is the funny part. About that song. It's not on my list. Um, the version that was on the album. Did Total have any other hits? They had their first song. Um, I don't remember. It was one. on the New Jersey Drive soundtrack. <laughs> you got me thinking about this song. Sorry. Total... Notes. We need to bring our laptops in here so we can do the Google. Can't searches. you see? Can't you see? Oh my God, I love that, that was, song. That was their their big one. All right. 702 was my shit though. Facts. On Ready to Die, the version of uh, One More Chance flipped uh, the Jackson 5's I Want You Back. Mm-hmm. The remix that you're hype off of flipped DeBarge's Stay With Me. There's a hip hop remix of One More Chance that flips. <clears throat> it was another DeBard song. Shit, I can't, and it's not in here. There's another version that does. It, I always thought it was interesting because it was like two different. It might not be a DeBard song. There was another song that was like they they were like really distinct in the songs they chose to do the remixes off of because it was always. The music video version was mm-hmm. the main one everybody loved, but the Martin Luther King holiday mix show version was a lot rougher, mm-hmm. and it was a t- it was a t- it, it almost like it like if if the video version was like a lot more smooth, you know, you had a Kango hat on. The the other remix was like I got a straight Scully on, <laughs> you know, you might have might be chewing on a black and mild order. I don't know. Um, good song. Very great choice. Um, my <clears throat> number two is from Ready to Die, and it's unbelievable. Um, it was a uh, shout out to DJ Premier from Gangstar. He produced that. There was always a line that Biggie had in there before. Was it the second verse? He says, my forte causes Caucasians to say. <laughs> I remember that line. You s- <laughs> Something, he sounds demented, car weed scented. If I said it, I meant it. Bite my tongue for no one. Call me evil or unbelievable. It was just like the illest <clears throat> shit. Even with the the R. Kelly unbelievable singing on it. It was just, if I wanted to hear like the hardest Biggie song out there, it was mm-hmm. that song. It, <laughs> it, and I think if you look online, I'm not going to talk about it right now, but if you look online and talk, see DJ Premier talking about working with Biggie in the studio, it was exactly how you thought. It's like random women, random weed smoke, Biggie kind of in a zone listening to a beat for four hours. And then there was some 20 minute period. It was like, all right, I'm ready. 
go into the studio and just drop like the illest shit you ever heard. And you're like, <laughs> wait, how did you have time to... Because you didn't come in with a pad or a pad. You just walked into the studio and spit this. How do you do that? And like, <laughs> you know, Jay-Z does the same thing. But yeah, um, unbelievable. My number two. What's your number one? Juicy. Ooh, I didn't put Juicy on my, but that's a good one. Juicy good is one. my favorite Biggie song. That's a good it's one. It's absolutely, without a doubt. It was very close to between One More Chance, just but I realized I really like One More Chance because of the hook. Juicy, of Juicy was not good. because of Biggie. Just because that beat was like, especially if you listen to a lot of like black radio, mm-hmm. you know Juicy Fruit. Like that is just, oh, yeah. that is just That's a, a big song. A staple. Yes. And uh, what do you know? You realize that wasn't the original beat. Pete Rock produced the original Juicy. And I think at Diddy being who he is, he had a couple of guys like kind of sauce it up for the the radio single. And that <laughs> became the one that came on the album. And I think uh, Pete Rock got a, he got remix credits when they dropped the remix of it. But the remix is technically the original version of that song. That's big mm, though. Mm, 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 mm. That's a big one. And I think... Uh, oh, it didn't even make your list. I'm so sad. I, I mean, Juicy was big. Him talking about uh, having the uh, the rap magazine covers up in his house. And, oh, you know, yeah. the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. <laughs> Those are classics. Um, but my personal biggie is not Juicy. If I was making like a top 20 biggie... Greatest oh song. wow! You had to go to twenty, not even ten. Okay, go ahead. You, you don't know how hard it was to make a top five. five. Okay, what's um, your number one? I got a story to tell, which is the name of the song. Um, it was on Life After Death. I forget. Was it Nashim Myrick did the beat on that? Um, it was a really chill song. Biggie literally talks about having sex with a woman. This is the whole story. This this is how beautiful the song was. (laughs) The song is about him having sex with a woman. At some point, the woman's boyfriend knocks on the door. So what they do is, instead of being like, yo, y'all got to scrap it out. You got to hide in the closet. Biggie said, bet. I'm going to make it look like I'm robbing you. I put the ski mask on, got the gun or whatever. I'm going to rob him. And I'm going to get the fuck out. Because apparently he was supposed to be like a... It literally says like a player from the New York Knicks or whatever. The And then after he spits the rhyme, there's a bit over the beat where like he's basically in a room talking to his boys, smoking a blunt, whatever. And he literally talks about the story that he just spit a rhyme about. The best thing about it is, to this day, nobody is certain if it actually happened or not. Hmm. Like, people are really trying to figure out, okay, based off the time Which period, NBA wife was this? Who was <laughs> the New York Nick that Biggie was smashing their girl and ended up probably getting robbed mid-coitus, or however you, however you want to call it. Um, it's just like... The way, like when I think of storytellers like Slick Rick and what have you, Biggie had that sense of really being able to weave mm-hmm. a narrative and um, still make it fun and still make it 
sound dope as fuck. Oh, yeah. Just memorable lines. And I think... Um, How much involvement did he have in the music? I mean, like the the instruments, the beat, all that. Um, I mean, I think, you know, like any other rapper, he's, if you're going to send him a, a CD with 20 tracks on it, he's probably going to pick four or five because he knows, like, he's probably, like, I've seen Jay-Z do it in videos or like, he's like, damn, you know, I hear this beat. I probably already got two verses that are perfect for that. Um, but I don't think he was as hands-on in terms of be like, all right, I need you to take this part out of the beat. Maybe we'll shift this section up a little. I don't think he got that deep into it, but I think he knew when a track was dope and he could really make it go to that next level with whatever he was saying. Um, How many musicians, rappers, deal with that end of it? In terms of like tweaking they picking, beats? Picking the beats and... Um, I would say because I know there's a lot of music like singers yeah. that will not a lot, but there's some definitely singers that delve into like Whitney wasn't a writer, she wasn't a producer, Word. she she was a singer, uh-huh. period. Uh-huh. But then you have singers that are that delve into the music end, yeah, and write toward to that music yeah and write the song write the music write you know everything yeah i would say i don't know how that works with uh I, with rappers oh my god he's pouring another one well we got we got a whole nother top five doing it's gonna be uh, a lot harder on me than it is on you um i would adele say, is the shit i we'll, will have you again, know we'll, we'll get into okay. that in a second I'm sorry um i would say that there are some. There's, I want to thank you now for not pouring the shop to the tippy tippy top. Because. I did. The last one was. That sounded like a, like he was rapping for a hot second. Um, I would say singers probably. <laughs> singers probably understand more what sounds good for them vocally. Hmm. Like they know. I didn't think about that. They know. Yeah. I I can't sing. Like maybe it's too fast. Maybe it's got too much bottom end on it. Like they know. They know what they're going to sound great on. Um, Do rappers write lyrics? With a beat in mind, or do they just write the lyrics? Some do. I mean, because some, like, I was talking to the, I mean, I'm not trying to flex, but I, I was, I spoke with the director of Creed 2, mm-hmm. and he mentioned how he would write scripts and he'd have musical cues in it. Oh, like, wow. Like, he wrote one so- one scene and he was like, I don't want this song, but I want the feel to be like a. Something that would that Nina Simone's Strange Fruit would go oh my over, gosh. you know, like and, and when you watch the scene, it's like okay, that song it's not as impactful as Strange Fruit, but you can see you know where he was trying to go. Um, I think some rappers will probably listen to music and think, damn, okay, I can take this song a certain place. And I think the more established you get, like Jay Z's last album, he was much more involved in the samples that were used or the arrangement of the beats. But a lot, like if you watch Jay-Z's Fade to Black documentary, he was Mm -hmm. working on a black album. It was literally like, okay, Timbaland, what are you working on? And Timbaland just sat behind his keyboard and played him 10 beats. He's one of those few though. Well, well, Timbaland's going to give you a whole song. Like literally, (laughs) all you have to do, here are the three parts that you rap on. I've got a hook. You know, I've got a singer to sing the hook. You know, it's it's all a thing. But it was always those guys getting a batch of beats and listening to the beat. Like, okay, I want 
track one, track eight, track fifteen. Aww. Keep the rest or whatever. That's cool. It, you know, it. it but again, it. it de- I think it depends on a rapper. It depends on how much of a star they are. Okay, and if any of you have been following the podcast, that would be your time to do a shot because we went on a tangent. Should we do a shot? Oh, God. Come on, let's do a shot. No, the people are supposed to do a shot. The listeners. You're supposed to do a shot. You know what? I'm going to fuck her up right now. Who? JC, huh? I know you're listening. You should do a shot right now. Turn up. And then you make sure that you Facebook message me or some shit yeah. and let me know that you did the shot. We need proof. <laughs> Well, we got to do this shot. Though. Okay, okay. Here's to Adele. Cheers. <sighs> Are you good? In a minute. In a minute. Oh, I dribbled. Yeah, me too. Uh, so. I have to burp. Wait a minute. Okay. It went away. You said this one. We're doing top fives of Biggie. And Adele. Yes. I know more Biggie. You, you definitely know more Biggie than I do. You know more Adele, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let people know now that my choices are probably a little more generic. Just because I don't know, I've not listened to a full Adele album. We need to change that. You did like the concert, though. I love the concert. She's a great artist. Yes. And she's an awesome person. Mm-hmm. I've just, at this point in my life, I listen to, if it's not like instrumental stuff that just has dope beats and grooves, it's more hip hop. Like, I don't even listen to a lot of R&B anymore. I, I have, have to, really to like tell you, and I, I don't know how it happened, because you know me for years. I've known you for a while. Somehow, I have started listening to Michael Bublé. And That's Josh Groban. And I'm just like, oh my God. But they're amazing singers. Well, like their they, voices are just like, will make you like tingle. Well, they're amazing singers. And they also, especially Michael Buble, once he popped, he was doing everything. Yeah. And I love all of them. They remind me very much. Um, Frank Jacobs, you know, the photographer. Uh-huh. uh-huh. He was saying that he did not really know anything about either of them and asked what the kind of like, uh, what's the appeal kind Uh of thing. And I was like, they are the Barbra Streisand of male singers. I was like, and they, they talk to you during the, during the um, concerts and stuff like that. They're the Barbra Streisand of male singers in terms of how they act in concert. They're not on her level at all. No, no, they're not on her level right now. Well, to me, (laughs) like, to me, there's like a Barbara Streisand, and then there's like Celine Dion. But Celine Dion got like there's like a hundred steps between yeah. second and first. Yeah. Just because I adore Barbara Streisand. I, I think. Well, she's the story just about her nose. Just yeah. I love it. You know, they wanted her to get a nose job, and uh-huh. she was like, "Everybody has seen me in this nose." They already know it. Why would I get surgery? Uh-huh. So people, you know, can say, "Oh, look, Barbara had surgery on her nose." I mean, you know, I, kind of thing. I would hope, and I love that about her. More girls and young women who are trying to come up in the entertainment field. They should look to her, not just because she's an actor, a director, a singer, producer, a producer, a writer. Just the fact that, like you said, 
she's not conformed. She's been able to be like, look, this is me. This yep. is my nose. I don't need and to, Jewish. And, and I'm I've got a Jewish nose. I'm a Jewish woman. I don't need to conform to what anybody thinks a superstar needs to look yep. like. This is just me. And she's been doing that since the sixties. You know, like I 100%. mean she she fucking she, fifty years of her being who she is. She just dropped her last album. They were saying it was like that's crazy. I want to see her in concert so bad. Like, I, I, I love you. I would give one of my kids up. You're her. a liar. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to give. I'd have to give my dick I'm up not. to get one of those tickets. Let alone two. We could arrange that. No. You would. You Who would you have to fuck? I don't know. You would. You <gasps> would. If you would have to fuck Barbara Streisand. Oh my god! I don't Can know I watch? Watch me fuck Barbara Streisand. Yes, I feel like that would be awkward on a couple of different. I don't know if I'd want to fuck Barbara Streisand. Like I appreciate you as a trailblazer. I'm not trying to smash. Oh my gosh! And we also, I don't. Dis- I don't know if to you discuss. You'd want to watch me fuck another woman. Barbara Streisand. Yes. That's awkward. Yeah, because she'll be dead soon. That's even more awkward. Like, like Beyonce. Or Hayek. No, because <laughs> they still got 30, 40, 50 years to live. No. I don't know who I'd have to okay. fuck to get Barbra Here, Streisand tickets. An I don't know question. if I want to fuck her. Name a celebrity you would fuck if we weren't married. A celebrity I would fuck if we weren't married. Jaden thinks you want the, was it Pepsi? Coca-Cola. Pepsi. Pepsi. Sophia Vergara. So, mm-hmm. I mean, J-Lo... She's gorgeous. She's never stopped being gorgeous. No, ever. <laughs> Not even for a minute. At all. Yeah. Okay, now, what male celebrity do you think I would fuck? Male ce- I mean, aside from... There's only one. There's only one? There's only one. Is someone I know? You've heard... Oh, yeah. You've seen him in a movie. In movies. That's weird. I don't know. Who? <laughs> no, who? Who? Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut's oh. the only celebrity you would fuck? Yes. That's interesting. That makes sense. That makes sense. He's, he's a very, very attractive man. Oh, my God. Yes. I don't think he's ever played an unattractive man. He couldn't. <laughs> so. He's never been like the asshole. You'd be like, no, I can't fuck with him. No. Every film, he's just that black dude. I would have fucked him after he got shot playing Ricky. He was dead. Doesn't matter, Ricky. He'd have, he'd have been stiff, and okay. Wow. All so right. Adele songs. Adele. <laughs> Adele songs. And then number five, because you have no Adele experience, we will let you go first. I pick Skyfall. It's a great song. I, I would. I struggled to, and it's it's not on my list, but I struggled. Skyfall is an awesome song. I'm not the biggest Adele fan, but I mean, just the fact that she did. The main song for a James Bond film, mm-hmm. maybe like okay, all right, I get it, and it was. I mean, it's just gorgeous. She's got a, an amazing voice. She really does. An amazing voice. And she, I don't know if you know this or not, she's a huge Beyonce fan. Oh, I I know it now. I, I didn't know it then, but I knew 
when she won the award over yes. Beyonce. I and had to write about like, that. She was like, what yeah. does Beyonce have to do? Yeah. To, yeah. She's like, what? She, <laughs> she Like, she, she low-key ended up breaking the award on accident. Like, it, I got it. She, yes. she was very nervous up there. It made sense. Um She's a huge Beyonce fan. An actual fan. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Said but, said something like, um, when she saw Beyonce backstage, she was like, <gasps> you know. She's the best one I'm saying. She's like a genuine person. Yes. So, that's my number five. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna assume I think three of my songs you know. Two of them you probably don't. Uh, that, that sounds about when right. When we were young is my when we Number were five. young. I don't know. I'd have to hear it. I'd probably know it if I heard it, but I don't know. Okay, so. you about to, you about to bring us some lyrics, aren't you? Yeah. I knew, I knew that. That's the thing with Anna, if you don't know. Um, <laughs> Anna definitely feels lyrics. That's her thing, which I respect. That's a beautiful thing. I don't normally. Um, if, if, if people singing over beats sound cool. I'll learn about the meaning behind the lyrics later. Anna needs like that story. I do. I do. Um, everybody loves the things you do from the way you talk to the way you move. Everybody here is watching you because you feel like home. You're like a dream come true. But if by chance you're here alone, can I have a moment before I go? Cause I've been by myself all night long Hoping you're someone I used to know. Wow. Um, let me photograph you in this light in case this is the last time. That we might be exactly like we were before we realized we were sad of getting old. That's deep. That's so. some poetry. Mm-hmm. She wrote it. That's definitely some poetry. I'm with it. I like I like well, that's the thing. I mean, I guess before we get into everything, it's like... I need some water. <laughs> a lot of her music, though, has been kind of like... we. Uh, she's writing about... They're like, all for the fucked up ex. I was going to say, it's like one particular re- relationship yes. where she's... Uh, she's married now. She's married now, but I feel like it's been, what, two... It was two albums that she was kind of getting through a lot of that fuckery. And I also, I also respect the fact that the titles of the albums of the year. How old she is at the How moment. old she was when they were making the album. Like that's a, that's awesome. That's nineteen and twenty five. Well there's another one. Twenty one. Twenty nineteen twenty think about those years. Nineteen Those are big moments in your 21 life. Twenty one yes. and twenty five. Yeah. She said um one of the concerts she said, I don't want you all to just like think that I sat there and took his shit. Oh, I gave it back. Uh uh-huh. She's like, he got what he got, kind of thing. I respect it. And um, you know, she was like, you know, don't don't don't, don't cry for me. Yeah, don't don't think she's that like, it was all yeah. one sided or she's something. She's like, like, no, because he he got it. Yeah, yeah. So okay, number four. My number four is um I don't know this song too well, but I remember the title and I remember being into it when I hear it a couple times. The set fire to the rain. Oh my god, amazing song! Yeah, I really like that song. I mean, it, I mean, for you as being someone with lyrics, like it's definitely kind of like a, like a kiss off song. Oh like, yeah, you know, a lot of her songs are very uh, about the ex, and then and then it's like fuck you. It's pretty much a. It's a very nicely written, 
well sung fuck you song. Word. Yeah, I, I I I always appreciate those songs. Um, and again, again, it seems like she can really turn those emotions into something. Yes. Catchy, of, something that you would you would be able to remember. One of the things I'm going to say my number four because it if you watch, there's one specific video of her singing it live. Yeah. And she starts crying. Uh huh. Someone like you. Okay. And, That's not on my list, but yeah, I, I understand. And that. she just it, the tears are just and you know and it's you know. Kind of one of those songs. I'm I'm never going to find someone like you, uh-huh. and to accept it. You oh know? yeah, that is damn. I should have put that on my list. I probably would have taken Skyfall off and put someone like you, because <laughs> that's a, a that's song. a beautiful song. It is, and um, I think I want to correct me if I'm wrong, and I know you guys will. Um, I think that was the song where she was the the whoever she was working with wanted her to sing one octave up. Uh, and she was like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> and she did. She was like, "And it worked. It, it worked, worked really yeah. well." They but it brought out more of the emotion in her voice. It's crazy how that works. And right? when she sings it in concert, this one con- we have it, uh-huh. and she got all the tears were flowing. And she was like, "Because no matter how many times, kind of like no matter how many times you sing it." Um, once in a while, it'll pop in like what that song really means, you know, and, um, I'm just waiting for the day Adele does either a Beyonce duet or Sam Smith, one or the other. I need Beyonce or Sam Smith. You'll probably get a Sam Smith one before Beyonce. It's been talked about. No, I get that, but yeah. the thing is, if a Beyonce and Adele song happened, let me tell you, it would overtake the entire world. No, it, the the but, conversation would. Yes. I would hope that I I would hope that the song would would be as good as the conversation behind. For me, it would be like the Tell Him song with uh, Celine and Barbara. Oh my gosh, I love that song. I, I think you're going to get an Adele Sam Smith song before you get an Adele Beyonce one. I don't know. They've, they've, they, it's rumored. It's been, I mean, yeah. It's been rumored more than her and it's Sam Smith. But don't forget, Adele took that album of the year over Beyonce. I mean, I don't want to say Beyonce's petty, but. I, but Adele didn't have anything to do with that. Of course. Yeah. But it's still a thing. Like. This bitch got the album before me. Da 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 da. Like you know. But you know it's, what? I think Beyonce. I mean. And I don't know any of these women from a can of paint. They I think Beyonce is uh, really, really awesome in terms of, like, uh, if you point to any one thing that Beyonce has done uh-huh. in terms of other celebrities or whatever that beat her out. She freaking stood up against Kanye for Taylor Swift and Ooh. had Taylor come out. She and she do- made sure y'all knew, oh, this motherfucker ain't talking for me. Hello. Yeah, yeah, you know, knew. and so I looked at that like this was the the older one really taking the younger one under her wing and giving her her moment. Yeah. You know, Kanye stole that. Fuck you, you dickhead. And um Thanks. and he, she gave that to to Taylor Swift when she didn't have to. It wasn't required. It wasn't a necessity. Nobody would have blinked if she hadn't have done it. Word. But she did that to give that younger person 
So for I, I really can see her doing. Hi, Jaden. A um, uh, uh, an Adele, com, uh, Adele song. So Jaden just came into the kitchen. That's your dessert. And him and his grandma what is went that? to. Ew! It looks like turds. It looks like. This is a, what is this called? A chocolate, chocolate fruffle? Why is it gooey? It's just from... sitting in something. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Here, try that, babe. Yeah. What is that on the inside? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's fudge. That's awkward. That is fucking disgusting. It's like... Um, Yo, take that shit away. Yeah, that's awkward. Go up to your room. You're on punishment. It's like chocolate raw raspberry Twizzler or some oh shit. Oh my god, you know what that tastes like? What? That tastes like the cherry chocolate things that come out at Christmas. Facts. That's disgusting. You like that? Ugh. Why do I eat them cherry things? But I think this is gross. Get out of get out of here. Because he's a weirdo. Come here. Say hello. 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 You sound like you need a yellow bus. A <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Um, fuck. Number three. Uh, my number three is hello. <gasps> is that your number three? Number three. High five. Wait, I think I low-key saw your number two. That's okay. Well, I'm saying, I think we might have the same number two. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the weird thing is, I changed it during our conversation. <laughs> I realized that I like the number one more than number two. Um, hello's obviously... Is that the biggest song she's had? I was at Hello. Jamila's house. And they didn't know it was a wedding We were having moment. a sister circle. They, they had a Lisa Stansfield moment? No. It, me, somebody was listening. Uh, Adele was playing. And Muhammad, uh-huh. Jamila's brother, yeah, was singing along. He was a big fan. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he's now. This is like umpteen years ago. I would assume. And, um, and Jamila was like, she said the one question that we were all like, what? Mm. She's like, who is that? See? We're like, what? <laughs> and me and Muhammad were like, that's Adele. Yeah. And she was totally didn't know who we were talking about at the moment. And um, so we tried to explain and she still didn't. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. And um, I think the whole white. English <laughs> thing just was not her cup of tea at the moment. And we were like, she is <laughs> shit right now. Yeah. Like, where are you? Yeah. And, um, there's a lot, is there, there's a lot of white singers out, but I mean, like, Adele is, she only got one name. Like, yeah. you, there's only so many singers that have one think name. Sam Smith has one too many names for him and Adele to do a duet. I think Beyonce and Adele. Makes more sense. I'm low-key surprised. Well, I think... I, I only say Adele and Sam Smith because they're both... English. Can, they're both English, but they've not done a song together. I could see them linking up for something at some point. Why would he want to do a sing a song with Adele, though? What you mean? He's doing very well on his own. He's not Adele. No, but... Well, Beyonce is over Adele. Still. And Beyonce did a whole song, a whole album with Jay Z. She like when Beyonce does these songs, these other people, these are moments. Has other than Jay Z, has she done a duet with anybody? No, yeah. she did. She did. Um, I think she has a song with Nicki Minaj. I don't know if it's considered a duet, but 
I feel like she did another one. I have to look it up. She probably okay. has. All right. What's your number two? My number two is rolling in the deep. Ding, 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 ding. I'm not sure, but I feel like rolling in the deep was the first Adele song that I got into. Especially in terms of like realizing that other people are rocking with her. And I only know because there were a lot of remixes at that time where people were flipping, rolling in the deep. Um, it's definitely like a, it's a, it's a, it's a catchier, more upbeat pop song mm-hmm. compared to some of her bigger songs. Um, I don't know. It's there's a lot going on in that song, and I only know it because I hear you play the live <laughs> versions of it. Oh my gosh, there was like a Swedish, I think, version of it where she fucking nailed it, and the the, she the sang host it in a different is language? like, no, she did it in English. But, oh okay, but the host is like, and it was live. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and he's yeah, yeah. like, like he was stunned that she did it live. Yeah, okay. Lyrics. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, baby, I have no story to be told, but I've heard one on you and I'm going to make your head burn. Uh-oh. Think of me in the depths of your despair, Jesus. making a home down there. Cause mine sure won't be shared. Jesus. That's bars. Uh, hold up. Um, Biggie never said that. <laughs> throw your soul through every open door. Count your blessings to find what you look for. Wait, she told him to throw his soul through, through every, every door. open door. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Turned my sorrow into treasure gold. The songs. Yeah. You pay me back in kind and reap just what you sowed. Damn. He was pissed. The dude that these were songs were all about was pissed, right? He's he's married now. But could he, you imagine being a wife on the no, person? No. Could you imagine off? being a motherfucker that's like, yo, I just made this person millions of dollars from being a dickhead? Yep. Listen to this. This is the chorus. There's a fire starting in my heart, uh-huh. reaching a fever pitch. And it's bringing me out the dark. Talk about it. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. Word. Go ahead and sell me out and I'll lay your shit bare. Facts. Facts. See how I leave with every piece of you. Uh-oh. Don't underestimate the things that I will do. Okay. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. The scars of your love remind me of us. Damn. They keep me thinking that we almost had it all. Just um, the scars of your love, they leave me breathless. I can't help feeling. We could have had it all. You're going to wish you never met me. Damn. Rolling in the deep. Tears are going to fall. Rolling in the deep. You had my heart inside your hand. You're going to wish you had never met me. And you played it to the beat. Tears yeah. are going to fall. Rolling in the deep. Played it to the beat. It's just, it's really... That shit is deep. It's like, yeah, uh, fuck you. Yeah, well, it's, it's, you were a piece of shit, but guess what? I'm good enough and strong enough to write these catchy ass songs about you. <laughs> and I'm about to take that and shit you all know the what? way to the bank while, while laying your shit bare. You know what the sad part is? He didn't think she could sing. Good. Yeah. Let's, he didn't think she could sing and uh, he discouraged her. Underestimate me. Underestimate me, fam. Let me know that you don't think I can do this because it's going to be a problem. 
I mean, that's like the ultimate revenge. She never said his name, though, right? No. But everybody knows over there, apparently, who he is. That makes sense. Well, I mean, I, I, it's, it's a smaller country than the yeah. U.S. I can imagine the U.K. knows who he is. Um, that was our number two. Mm-hmm. Do we have the same number one? I doubt that, but <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> What's your number one? Chasing Pavements. No. That song stuck in my head from that one live radio yeah. appearance. She did an awesome job. She really nailed it with that song. I love that song. It's, it's very it's, catchy. It's, it's very catchy. It's very short, if you think about it. It's only yeah, got a yeah. few lines in it. Um, she was on Letterman okay. with that song. And she was like M- MTV and you know a bunch of other places. with the, And that was, kind of, that was the song that propelled her. Really? Yes. That was the song. That was that, on 19, right? Or was no, it 21? that was before. It was before. But it got, did it get included on 19, I though? I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. I'd have to look. I have to lose the lyrics on a song I just looked and up. I, I, I will say, while you're looking, I will say shouts out to XL Recordings. Um, I, I didn't realize that she was still on XL. Um, they're a very uh, forward-thinking UK label. But I knew them more for like electronic music, but it lets me know that they're not just looking for progressive producers or looking for just progressive artists because Adele's a different type of artist compared to the other people that they've released music by. It's on there. Yeah. It's on 19? It's number two. Okay. So they pro- 19 was probably a collection of up- updated. Re- well, yeah. not, not, not necessarily all like previously released but like updated did you know it's chasing sidewalks in some in some countries Mm -hmm. i guess that makes sense but that was the first adele song i ever sent to you chasing pavements it's a really good song chasing just like the idea of chasing pavements Mm -hmm. am i being too basic like i don't know i feel like i wouldn't when you think of people describing some of these, and that's the, like for a singer, especially someone who is very good with lyrics, to catch me, you got to be saying shit oh, yeah. a, a totally different way. You know, I'm running behind you on the sidewalk. Like that's anybody chasing pavement. It just sounds iller. I wouldn't want to hear that song as chasing sidewalks. I've made up my mind. Don't need to think it over. If I'm wrong, I am right. Don't need to look no further. This ain't lust. I know this is love, but But. if I tell the world, I'll never say enough. Because it has not said to you. It was not said to you. And that's exactly what I need need to do. I'm in love with you. Should I give up or should I just keep chasing pavements? Crazy. Even if it leads nowhere or would it be a waste? Even if I knew my place, should I leave it there? Should I give up or should I just keep chasing pavements even if it leads nowhere? That's crazy. And she wrote it. Of course. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Okay. What's what's your number one? Adele song. The biggest Adele fan I know. (laughs) What is your number one Adele song? What other Adele fans do you know? (laughs) There's probably Adele fans that I don't realize that are Adele fans, but I don't really talk to people about Adele. And I will say 75%, 60% 
is the songs. Yeah. And 40% is her. Her. Which is um, pretty much my Barbra Streisand <laughs> thing, too. What's that too. one video? It's the Ellen video where she's Oh, my the, gosh. I love that video where she ate the... <laughs> She ate, she ate a whole bunch of fucking just like green grass yes. or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> yes. Because Ellen does those things where she has like somebody have an earpiece in and she the tells them what to say. The best two are Adele and Sofia Regera. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forget what the segment's <laughs> called, but if you look up Ellen Adele. Yeah, she puts an earpiece in their ear and she tells them what to say and what to do. Yeah. And it's like the funniest well, and, fucking and, shit. And I think the that's... Be- no, 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 no. The best one is when she nails Steve Harvey. In his own audience. When he was doing his show. Yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. But the thing is, like Steve Harvey's a comedian. So you're going to assume that he but knows he, how to handle you, that. When you still see his face, though, when he's doing it. No, I get he, that. He's looking like, what the fuck do you have me doing? I and get I, it. You know, but. Remember when she scared him and he was like, you look at me and piss my pants. You know, like, I think I pee, peed my pants. But my, like, I've always been. I mean, I want to say from like 94, 95, I've always been enamored by the people in the United Kingdom mm-hmm. just for the way they, you know, like that's why I fuck with like, you know, Andrew Wilkinson. I could sit here and talk to him for like four hours. Just, you know, the I think UK people have a different way of Outlook. thinking about things. Mm-hmm. Outlook is probably a great way of saying it. Um, and I think watching that Ellen thing made me realize how cool Adele, because she was so nonchalant. nonchalant. She was very like, okay, she, she really was like about looking like a dumbass to these people who were at that stand but still the fact it was that like, like some juice place or something it was yeah. a juice it was a juice place but like i'm gonna make myself look like a fool but you can't really fuck with me because i can still buy your whole family you know what i mean yeah she was like, like can so- i have a large in a small cup <laughs> it, was like so it was it was hilarious it was just if you it was very good just do a search for adele ellen on youtube and you'll find it there's probably a bunch of videos yes what's your number one adele all I, song all i ask i don't know that song Okay, so I will play it for you after the podcast because okay. you're always the one worried about we're going to get sued. I mean, copyright's um, a thing. Um, so the lyrics go, um, I will leave my heart at the door. I won't say a word. They've all been said before, you know. So why don't we just play pretend like we're not scared of what's coming next or scared of having nothing left. Okay. Look, don't get me wrong. I know there is no tomorrow. All I ask is, if this is my last night with you, hold me like I'm more than just a friend. Give me a memory I can use. Take me by the hand while we do what lovers do. It matters how this ends, because what if I never love again? Damn. That's deep. I don't need your honesty. It's already in your eyes, and I'm sure my eyes, they speak for you. No one knows me like you do. And since you're the only one that matters, tell me, who do I run to? Damn. That's so, deep. She's got very deep lyrics. That shit is deep. Rolling in the deep, if you will. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I enjoy that. I, so en- I will play that one for you when, when the podcast is over. I enjoy Adele. I, uh, I should probably listen to more of her music. I think you'd enjoy it. I think because you are a person who appreciates the lyrics and not just the music. I like words. 
And that's another one. She wrote it. You know, which I, I and I can appreciate in like uh, in Rolling in the Deep. She's like, you know, I wrote the thing with the with the drum because the drum is very heavy. Yeah, well, in that I, song. I, I think that's why Rolling in the Deep got so much remix love because it was just it was a, very bass, boom, a, a boom, thumping boom, beat, boom, and it and boom. you know, I feel like was that the let me do a search. I feel like someone did a blend between that and Daft Punk. Another freaking awesome. Uh, was it that song? Set of musicians. Yeah, I think yeah. Someone did a blend of that in a Daft Punk song. It just it just made sense. Um, for just for the tempo of the track. At that time, it's very like it's a very for for the type of mute of uh, singer that she is. It's a very hard beat. Yeah. And you she, don't normally hear that. Hers are more. I mean, and I think that's maybe why she did Skyfall. I feel like a lot of her songs are a lot more cinematic. You know, mm-hmm. watching the Hello video, it's like yeah, it makes sense that they took the time out to make this really, you know, sweeping video. You know, I have like a real narrative I will to it. Also, say for the specifically for the Hello video, uh-huh. her love interest is a black guy. Yeah, shouts out to. Uh, uh, Tristan Wilds, Mac mm-hmm. Wilds from The Wire, mm-hmm. um, and he was very appreciative of being. Yeah, and you don't, for you that. still don't see that. I mean, you see it at more all. now, but back then you definitely didn't see it no. much and at I all. I will say, Adele could get it. You know, <laughs> there you go. A, a bigger woman, but you know, not mad at it. No, not mad at it. And, and, and she's she's um, when you take into account. A person's personality. Yes. And and that's why she reminds me so much of Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, you know, most of us are smart enough to know that uh, somebody who maybe you might not have been 100% attracted to, uh-huh. when you get to know their personality, it just increases how attractive they are and and the same can be said you know i have met men along the line that were like oh my god he's so gorgeous oh wait he opened his mouth and started to speak exactly oh he's now at like 40 percent of what he was Oh my God! He keeps speaking. What the fuck I'll is say, this problem? Well, the funniest thing we just watched that video with the Try Guys mm-hmm. figured out which one was like scientifically the hottest person. Eugene. I knew it was going to be Eugene. Oh yeah, but absolutely. but the key to that was okay. Eugene's scientifically the hottest, but he's also the least person people would want to be in a relationship with. Oh yeah. I feel there's a lot of women who it's like. You're so attractive. I don't want to speak to you. Yes. I, I have no word. I, I can't. And because you and, and I think part of it is kind of like, especially when you get older. I know you're going to be a dumbass or like you're just going to you're, you're just going to sound like an idiot. And it, it'll it'll sound sound very odd now because we've been together for so long. Uh, so there was a guy and I think I mentioned this to you years ago. That um, I was dealing with, and 
it kind of wasn't really a relationship. Uh-huh. We were cool. Uh-huh. We were fucking, and that was kind of the, the the that was it. Okay. Um, and at one point, and that was all it was supposed to be. Of course. And at some point, he decided it should be more. And I wasn't feeling that. And it sounds so weird. He was like really into bodybuilding and he had like a really buffed body. Sounds like an idiot. But no, and to be to his credit, he was like a smart and he was smart and he was he was intelligent and he was like he was very very much a nice guy. But he shaved. Everything? So so the couple of times that we hooked up, I could feel the stubble on his chest and it was a huge turnoff. And the second time that it, that we hooked up, I was like, I can't do this no more. Yeah. I can't. I can't fuck somebody with stubble on his chest. I just, for whatever reason, I, I, he he was very nice. Seriously, he was really really nice. Uh-huh. He was you know normal intellect, and he was very much you know he he was also very much he grew up with like a uh, single mom and sisters. And so I felt he like he was story. He I felt like he was on the better end of women right women's rights and things like he that. He understood that stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you he also you handle that But he was that guy that wore like those silk tight <laughs> Wait, shirts. He remember? Said, he sounds like Joe Tory in yes. Public Justice. Yeah. Remember how I said that? I don't like guys that wear that like silk tight shirt you trying to show buff? the upper You know, and it that Already had me turned off. You ain't buff. And then the stubble two times in a row a just off. bothered me. And the two times were like two days. You yeah. know, like it was like a weekend. And I'm asking mean, enough to let you know. That's and I was like, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't. He know. shaved everywhere. He did. There was stubble everywhere. There was. That's awkward. There. You got to be a regular person in some of those. And I was, and, and part of my, my brain was like, you knew you were going out over the weekend. Yeah. Why didn't you shave before you went out? You should have figured that stuff out beforehand. Literally. To like the there, point was where no, like fi- there was no, there was no pubic hair. Before yeah, you're there was no over. pubic hair and that bothered me. That's awkward. And like, I, and I'm not knocking people who, you know, you know, shave, (laughs) but I'm like, why would you want a 10 year old? Yeah. I don't want no ball pussy. That don't make no sense to me. It never made sense to me. You know, I, and I, and some people just have a thing against hair and I do get that. I do understand it intellectually, but emotionally I'm like, you want a kid. I don't. You're a fucking pedophile. you You sound like you just want children. Yeah. I just can't do it. So, but well, yeah, all I ask Adele is my number one. On that point, um, this was a, this was a, a fun topic. Yeah, no, this is better than fun. I thought it was gonna be. This fun. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't go wrong with two artists who are, are that, phenomenal. Exactly, that stature. It's like you Ooh. know, there's two a, different stories. How but. would how do you think a Biggie song with an Adele hook? I mean, I think the one constant thought is like, what would like who would not like would Jay Z still be Jay Z if Biggie was still alive right now? What would the what would the New York rap game look like if Biggie was still alive? And I mean, it's not to we we remember Biggie because Biggie was taken at a time when he was like that dude. Mm-hmm. 
and Jay slid maybe a year afterward. What would happen if Biggie was like a 30, 40 year old dude right now? Would he be mm. calling bullshit on people? Would he have but fallen then, off? I think for the most part, you know, you would have to expect that Biggie would have done what most people, what, what, what most celebrities and musicians don't do. Yeah. They don't slide off. You would hope. Well, it's the same thing with Pac. What would, Pac, what would Pac's trajectory? How many Academy Awards would Pac okay. be? So here, and this is the only reason I like Pac more than Biggie. No, 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 no. Is um, Pac had branched out, so maybe he might have found fame in another. Maybe. You know, like Ice Cube. Yeah. You know, so maybe he might have wound up leaving the music behind. I could see that. And started more with the acting. 100%. You know, where I don't know that Biggie had Biggie that had inspiration. A he had a ceiling. Yeah. At some yeah. point, he was going to be the best rapper, and that was literally it. Yeah. You know, and how far can... I mean, you got, like, Michael Jackson's, and then you got a ton of others who would obtain to be Michael Jackson's status. I would just hope that Biggie wouldn't have turned into a... Because, like, Slick Rick is amazing. Slick Rick is, Slick Rick is that dude, and I think... Um, the, the, the and and I just want to say that having just watched Dougie Fresh on uh, the parade, you sucked. Yeah, that was okay, that ahead. was not good. But shouts out to uh, my boy Noah Noah Callahan Bever. He did. He's working at Def Jam now, and he recently did an interview with Slick Rick about was it the Great Adventures of Slick Rick. That one album. It just had an anniversary recently. I think it's thirty years. And I'm not knocking Dougie Fresh. I'm not knocking that that performance. I'm not was knocking Dougie Fresh at all. But I think Dougie Fresh. He had a, there's a reason he had that one single, that AO All Right song. Mm-hmm. He needs to be with others. Yeah. To re- like he, it needs to be. I'm a dope rapper. You can, like, you can make the beats with your mouth, and then we can be a great package. Like him just doing everything doesn't make any uh, sense. I I will tell you. I had somebody think that. Uh, uh-uh. I'm trying to say this nicely. Say it. They mixed up uh-uh. Bismarcky and Dougie Fresh. That's fucked up. They just didn't, you know, it was a whole different, they were a whole different um, age bracket. So, Talk about it. you know, so they didn't know one from the other. Or why you would not want to confuse one or the other? Yeah. Word. It makes sense. That's how people do. Yeah. Um, I will say, I don't, it's been a minute since we've gotten a new Adele album. I've not heard anything of her. She had a kid, right? She did. I wonder what 28 or 30 is going to sound like. I remember her saying something about, you know, hoping she had enough to do 25. She ain't done. So, I don't know. 25 was a couple years ago? Yeah. She ain't done. No. But she's like, I think she's she's almost too happy now to be able to do all the depressing stuff. I guess that's the thing. She pulled three albums out of her ass of a a depressing relationship. But who's who's the last person that you... there's There's a woman that has those conversations about them. 
Mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Sad Mary's the best Mary. When Mary was and kind of love, that's what Adele's thing is like. I'm ha- I'm married. I'm happy. I have a kid now. Well, th- but this is the thing. Being happy, whatever. Fuck that shit. Having a kid, that's a big deal. It and is. I, like, if she's going to have, like, her, if, if she was to have her last best album, it would be whatever, 29, 30, whatever the fuck this album's going to be. The album after that is where it's going to be like, okay, what the fuck now? Like, yep. do I need to have two kids? Like, you know, do I need to break up with this man? Like, what's going to be the situation where I'm able to churn out quality content based on a fucked up relationship yeah or just like a different new challenging thing in a relationship yes and i hate i hate that it's like that but there's some people who can turn pain into amazing art yes absolutely the hope is that adele's able to turn beauty into as impactful songs as she was when she was Maybe she could take a, a a lesson from um, Lauren Hill. She did Zion, which I love that song. But Lauren Hill ain't been able to do shit since she did that MTV. See, look, she went from. <laughs> it's facts. I don't know. It's facts. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens to Adele. We can't see what happens to Biggie because he's been dead. But um, Adele, Biggie died. Yeah, I'm kidding. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've got I've got 27 documentaries you can watch about you know what happened to him on that on, on March 9th. But um, yeah, that's uh, I guess that's it for this week. And uh, we will, if I remember correctly, I will link to some Biggie and Adele stuff, and yeah. we will. Uh, you know, maybe no, I will remember. I'm emailing myself. She's touching her phone, so I know it's real. <laughs> okay. So I'm emailing myself at prettyunlimited at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Okay. Prettyunlimited at gmail.com. And Biggie. That just looks fucking ridiculous to put in the same sentence. Um, I mean, they're both big people, so one's just black and one's white. It's like a... They're like both a, big. What's that, black and white? What's, what's the shit? The cookies? Huh? It's like a black. And, is it a black and white? It's like where it's like side by side. Oh, the, the milkshake. The black and white milkshake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oreos, double stuff. What do you mean? Um, They're more combined though. Uh, playlist. She's kind of big. So is it? Well, he was. Playlists for each. Okay. Uh, so you know. On that note. <laughs> um. Should we have people let let us know what their favorite Biggie and Adele Oh my gosh, are? yeah. Please let us know what your favorite Adele and or Biggie songs are. And we could see where maybe we missed a song or something. Yeah. I or, or maybe we could just see, you know, where you're stupid and wrong. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, also, uh, if you have any other artists that you think we should do a top five for, let sure. us know. And we will continue to do so, or we will ignore you. Okay. We want to thank the the sponsors of the podcast. Damn. Do you hear the cat in the litter box? Because we have shit. Is she shitting right now? For sponsors. Anne. 
Oh, she busy. She ain't worried about you. Right Anne. <laughs> Anne. She said, well, busy. Anne. She looked at you and said, I'm busy. Anne. Hi. You oh, scared she her ran out. in the living room. Look, if she shits Skank. on the floor, this is your fault. Okay. But yeah. I'm not cleaning it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, but not really. All right. <laughs> okay. Mwah.